Awoga, this is a dwarf cast. The Garbage Pod is a wholly remarkable book. Perhaps the most remarkable, certainly the most successful book, ever to come out of the great publishing corporations of Ganymede and Titan. More popular than Norman Lovett's autobiography, better selling than 53 more things to do in Chloe Annett, and more controversial than Ulan Kalufin's trilogy of philosophical blockbusters, Where Ian Lee Went Wrong, Some More of Ian Lee's Greatest Mistakes, and Who Is This Ian Lee Person Anyway? And in many of the more relaxed civilizations on the outer eastern rim of the galaxy, the Garbage Pod has already supplanted the great Andrew Ellard as the standard repository of all Red Dwarf knowledge and wisdom. Because, although it has many omissions, contains much that is apocryphal, or at least wildly inaccurate, it scores over the older, more pedestrian work in two important ways. First, it is slightly cheaper, and second, it has the words foaming twat inscribed in large, friendly letters on page 133. Buy it now at ganymede.tv. Hello and welcome to the Dwarfcast that is the Dwarfcast that is a special Dwarfcast commentary on Cat's Meg Won't Smeg, which was uh, that thing they did for the, <laughs> for the Dwarf Night. With me is John Hall. Hello. Ian Sainz. Hello. Sebastian Patrick. Oh. And special guest inconvenience, Julian Hazelbert. <laughs> the things I do for the friends I don't even like. Uh, you're going to hear some pips, and then when they finish, the episode will start, so you better press play. Although, you might not want to. There ain't no place in the whole of cyberspace. Best title sequence ever! <laughs> yes. It certainly is. Oh, oh it's look that at that quality. It's sure. amazing what can be achieved on a budget of tens. <laughs> You're not far now, off literally correct. Though, something that occurred to me the other day, um, whilst uh, I was thinking of the fact this was coming up, is this the last time we see the midsection? Starbuck <laughs> midsection. Uh, yeah, what a way to go out. <laughs> Yeah, do you yeah. never see it right at the beginning of you know they don't use it at the beginning of series eight? No, no. they don't. Yeah, it's they just don't. so it probably is. And that's probably the actual series seven set as well. Looked around with a bit. Yeah. Um, we also might as well get it out of the way while they're busy doing this bit where they show Ainsley Harriet in dwarf. Are we going to have the argument about whether this is canon or not? It's not canon because Ainsley <laughs> Harriet says I used to be a Gelf. <laughs> yeah, it isn't. Yeah, but you know, it and could, also, it could this, be a hallucination, a la Back to Earth. This configuration of the crew. We're never in never Starbuck at the yeah. same time. Yeah. I'm guessing this was done after the show stopped regular production. It, no, no, it was it between, was seven, between and seven and eight. Oh. Which was, is why Chris Barry's in it, because yeah. Chris Barry had he's, rejoined. He'd he's left going to come back. Partway through Series 7. And he'd agreed to come back for Series 8, but they did this using the costumes and sets of Series 7. And also remember the. Um, uh, the, the extended ending of Tickets to Ride with Rimmer was also shot after Chris Barry came back. Yeah. yeah. And was shot during Red Dwarf. Right, yeah, during this same sort of yeah. time. Yeah. It, it, it's odd. He'd left, it wasn't very long after he left that he came back, so much so that they were able to do an extended release, yeah, a, a video release with extended editions of episodes from Series 7 that had new footage, including Chris Barry. And it's all very weird around that time. Yeah, yeah <clears> And faintly I, shit. I, I'm afraid I enjoy the way Ainsley says groin all attachment. No, he there. doesn't, though. He says groinial, which is a word. Well, and the I subtitles know. have got it as groinial. No, it, no. <laughs> it is. In the it show, is. it's groinal. I, 
it's all very weird. It yeah. is. But... And some of this is quite bad. I, know, I do like that but... line, you and your hat. <laughs> but <laughs> in fact, you know, well, I won't talk about it now. Well, no, I, I was about to say the thing is, out of all the kind of post series six Red Dwarf, I tend to like like stuff like Body Snatcher, and this is one of the bits I also quite like. Um, I like this more than any series seven or eight episode. I think it's the weird mix of the scripted stuff at the start and end isn't very good, but when it's just they're yeah. out of character yeah. and it's just it's. It Craig, Chris, funny. Robert, and Danny pissing about. And they're very good characters. at pissing about. Yeah, they're, they're, they're really good. Um, but there's a few jokes. <laughs> I do like that as well. It's covering up a fluff. <laughs> this is the only post-Series 6 thing that I'm actually pleased that they included Dwayne Dibley. Yeah. Oh, yes. That does work. Oh, God, yeah. actually... Well, yeah, it's, when it comes up, it's, it's, it's just absolutely bizarre. Oh, I don't know. You know what? Even the script of stuff isn't as bad as I remember. I'm quite well, enjoying this. Yeah, but nobody... I mean, did you get the that they were referencing James Herriot? Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not even the same name. Yeah. It's, it's awkward when when Crichton suddenly starts talking to Lister and it all kind of... Yeah, yeah, not, but I really enjoy Harriet. Fuck's sake. I really enjoy Harriet getting annoyed. I think he plays it really well and it's quite funny. This is a callback to a deleted scene in series three. What is AH? AH. Why? Isn't that <laughs> a del- isn't... Well, the way, the way that he says asshole, but I've never known anyone use AH as a shorthand for asshole. <laughs> but it I'm is quite funny the way Robert goes, it. asshole. So that wasn't in a deleted scene in series three. There is a so without his guilt. We, we are cutting off the groin attack. I love the fact that Robert has to pull that. That yeah. wasn't planned. Robert has to pull the cord. The actual yeah. sawing is really badly done. It, it yeah. doesn't register as well. But note that they do this, and of course later on, the groin attachment reappears from underneath <laughs> the okay. table. What a terrible thought. <laughs> really. I really like Angel here. I I think he's holding it. I, You've changed very funny. tune. <laughs> yeah, I do. I, I really quite like a lot of this. I don't like the Chansey stuff which is coming up. It's some of the worst mm, scripted nothing to do. Just yeah. terrible. But this joke coming up, I, I really, really enjoy. <laughs> I really, really, really like his joke here. John, for clarity, do you like this or do you actually think it's good? Um, yeah. Both. I don't like the shit. Sorry, no, no. I'm going to just say it because it, it's going to just be a horrible pause otherwise. I really like the Harvester joke. <laughs> I really enjoy the Harvester joke. I think it's very funny. I'm sorry. That's my big confession. I still can't remember the joke, actually. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's quite a well-crafted joke. It might not necessarily be a Red Dwarf joke, and that's mm. a problem, but you know. Oh, and some noise. That was a cat. Sorry. <laughs> um, I'm trying to figure out exactly why Danny can't, play, cat, the cat can't play the cat in this. It's so yeah. weird. It's Well, I think he's just... He's it's, the one that's lost it the most, because even weird. in Back to Earth, it's he's so not I think it's partly because all he does is get given an old line of dialogue from about ten years previously. <laughs> he's not had a chance to get into the character. Yeah. And it's like the with... costume and makeup, well, not the costume, but the makeup is slightly oh, off because yeah. it was only for one scene and yeah. pre-recorded and they didn't bother doing it properly. It's... But it just makes him look like, it looks like a dodgy wig, and it's always a wig, but it never yeah. looks bad. Oh, this is fucking dreadful. 
it's also really weird that she's got an outfit that's similar to her Series 7 outfit, but she's got her Series <laughs> 8 hair. I'm not... What the fuck is this? I uh, mean, seriously, this is really verging on just completely offensive. Did you smash it? Well, there is... Does my grandma look big? At some point, there, there's something to be written about good male writers of sci-fi comedy who can't write women. Because uh, there's Robin Doug, <laughs> uh, there's Douglas Adams, and there's even Stephen Moffat, uh, if you look at Coupling. And they said you can't like Although I wouldn't comedy, agree with you on that. But we can't have uh, a coupling Have you watched some Coupling this. recently? I, I think it's... Oh, anyway, yeah, we won't have that today. Why do they cut away from... <laughs> Kachansky hits Lister with a frying pan and they cut away from it just after impact and you yeah. don't get any reaction. Which is a shame because people being hit with frying pans is one of the funniest yeah. things in comedy. It's a proven fact. There's no actual evidence for it. <laughs> <laughs> there is. It's all the times that this, Rick Mail uh, again uh, this, hit Rick Mail with a frying pan. This is fairly dire as well, I have to say. I quite like yeah. some of the opening stuff but, but as soon as Kachansky gets on it kind of just loses it. Mm. It's just not really good. I'm still not sure where they're supposed to get Dwayne Dibley from. The airlock. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but yeah, I think that's the biggest problem. Dwayne Dibley the, doesn't Dwayne exist. <laughs> it's like Dwayne Dibley is the cat. So <laughs> where has he come from at this point? Figment of Mr. Lister's imagination. And of course, it's weirdly, weird he, he, he's playing Dwayne Dwayne really well here. Yeah, it's. It's really odd. So did he have a break season. from the show or something, or is this just an ongoing problem with no. his performance? Yeah, just ongoing. Yeah, because <laughs> the cat is the least defined character, and he changes so much that when it's a one-off thing or if something he has to slip back into for a short period of time, he struggles to find which cat is playing at any given point. <laughs> when he's in a series, he's always good and consistent. It's just the little one-offs that he struggles with. I like the way Ainsley has to lead him on as well. It's quite, uh, it's quite nicely done. I mean, you were saying before about Robin Doug not being able to write for women, set, but it, the examples in this is actually Paul Alexander, isn't it? Uh, I think Doug and Paul wrote this, or credited yeah. for writing. <laughs> but in general, let's face it, is Kachansky ever well written in Red Dwarf? <laughs> yes, in the novels. That is good. Uh, I'm not even sure I'd argue it there. But we won't have that. That last year, man, she's good. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> unscripted. Yeah, you can tell. <laughs> it's quite funny. That's the thing. As soon as it starts to lurch into anything that's unscripted, even down to, say, Robert covering for that, that blooper earlier, that's yeah. funny. Because they're always naturally funny when they're just pissing about. And even though this bit is partly scripted, they're coming out of character and yeah. uh, Chris is just laughing at yeah. Danny. <laughs> I ah. like the fact that they made that JMC noodle. Yes, yeah, so yeah. that hasn't shown up anywhere else, has it? It's, yeah. just, uh, it's probably in the that... prop store. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, Ainsley's <laughs> great. Ainsley's yeah. really, really good in this episode. I'm not sure how... Speaking again, as a Ready Steady Cook fan. <laughs> I'm not sure how deliberate slash scripted it is that he doesn't know what he's talking about <laughs> when he's talking about Nimium trials. It really works. I'm hungry now. Yeah. Yeah, so no change there. You won't be hungry in a minute. Yeah. I mean, what I'd love to know is who came up with the idea for this. Yeah, I know. It's not an immediately. Yeah, I, I wonder if the line of thinking went. 
can we get someone who's a bit famous at the time and has a connection to Red Dwarf? Oh, what about yeah. Aisling <laughs> Harry? Yeah. And it's gone from there. Because, yeah, he was on the front cover of the Radio Times yeah. doing this. Are, <clears> they, are they actually cooking at this point, by the way? Did we know? I or think so. Really? Yeah. That looks fucking dangerous. It's proper. <laughs> well, it's not the first time Danny would be uh, waving <laughs> a <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Wait, sorry. It is the uh, the only time that Danny will be waving a large blade around. I, I remember, going off the point, I remember um, opening Gonna Be Titan uh, on my phone, sitting at a not BBC meet, and seeing the picture of. What was it? A flick knife or something? <laughs> a pen, it was a, a pen Swiss knife. Army knife I think. I'm thinking, right, well, this is very funny. Exactly how sued are we going to be? <laughs> uh, not very, as it turns out. Sued's corner. <laughs> sued pudding. <laughs> so, now we're kind of going into the. <laughs> this yeah, odd just... mixture of in character and not in character uh, yeah. and just. Sometimes they're this. acting as their character would, but most of the time they're just pissing about, and that's yeah. funny. Yeah. Well, the thing is, when Craig Charles pisses about as Craig Charles, he's still basically Lister. But <laughs> when um, you know Chris Barry has to be River or Chris <laughs> Barry, and they're much more different from one another. Did he actually burn himself first? Probably. <laughs> and he does all his own stunts. No, this is good because again, it's Danny doing the chopping here yeah. is quite. Uh, Dwayne doing <laughs> very proficient at chopping. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, God, get the knife away from Chris. Because again, I wonder if if Harriet had any idea that he was. <laughs> That's pretty damn impressive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the subtitle spelled Dwayne Dibley. Yeah, I was just yeah. about that. It's upsetting. <laughs> I'm surprised nobody was seriously injured during shooting this. What <laughs> <laughs> a preposterous man. <laughs> What's he doing at the moment? Uh, cookery shows. <laughs> uh, Re- he does a lot of adverts. Ready, steady, cook, finish. Yeah, he, he's got sausages and chocolate bars. How could they finish Ready, steady, cook? What? Ready, steady, cook would go on forever. No, yeah. they cancelled it. No, yeah, yeah they repeating it's old episodes and yeah. then it's going away. Has anyone noticed? It was Endemol's longest-running format, and it was like what Endemol in this country was built upon. Mm-hmm. It, they, they started doing Can't Cook, Won't Cook. Uh, no, Ready, Steady, Cook. At least t- three or four years before Big Brother. Didn't Endemol do um, food and drink? Uh, I don't know. Look it up. <laughs> <clears throat> this is kind of the point where they're still sort of getting into the cooking and it hasn't really kicked off yet. Yeah. I, I, they've, I, they've, I like they've just gone to Chloe. Sorry. Just stand there looking horrified throughout and will randomly cut to I you. Don't, I don't know whether it's deliberate, but I love the fact it cuts away just as she does the uh, <laughs> reaction. I, I And Chloe... They could have just... Well, that done, could have been edited in They could have anywhere. just done Chloe yeah. just like... In one minute at the end of yeah, they may well have done. Just they may well have done. They, it's... <laughs> <laughs> With all the cheating going on, I like the fact that he's, again he's kind of not actually. Uh, <laughs> he's just scooping stuff off the table and making it look like he's super. Yeah. So underneath the table comes the groinal attachment. Someone somewhere should have decided which one they were going to do. Yeah. Either done the cutting off the groinal attachment or done the hilarious groinal attachment thing later on. Cunts. They're having their groinal attachment and eating it. 
And basically, that's what makes this episode of Disgrace. <laughs> This episode. Is it episode? Yeah. <laughs> the continuity. It is a comedy. Craig Charles has just burnt his hand by putting his hand up. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Sorry. I think he's genuinely slightly uh, yeah. chastened. <laughs> 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 and then Chris Berry does a face. <laughs> Did this actually have a studio audience, or is it just a... Oh, no, yeah, it yeah, is an actual yeah. audience. It's the same audience that would have seen... Them? It's the same Universe audience Challenge. that would have had Universe Challenge, mm. and um, did they do any other studio no. shows? So it's, but they would have done Universe Challenge and this on the same night. They should yeah. have had a studio audience for the uh, um, Patrick Stewart introductions. <laughs> <laughs> I was living and working. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen the play? I've no only, I've only just, I've only just noticed they're doing curry. Yeah, yeah. Lager. that's what he likes. Smeg. <laughs> at what point that's in this do we? Think, <laughs> at what point in this does um, Chloe Annette stop acting nervous and get genuinely nervous? I well, think it's around about this point. At what point does Ainsley Harriet stop acting angry <laughs> and just get pissed off? <laughs> I mean, we'll get to it. I'm sure in a minute. I'm not sure. How real no. the, him not knowing? I, know, I think that's the big. It's the big but... question, and I, <laughs> I'm not convinced. His reaction to the race when he's checking it, he just seems genuinely surprised, surprised yeah. and impressed. Yeah. I think it was real. Yeah. I don't know. Otherwise, I, I think, wouldn't have bothered with the, the... I think the caption makes it seem less real. Yeah. You think, well, if they didn't have caption. that caption, you yeah, would just assume that he didn't. But they wouldn't have bothered with the caption if it was yeah. fake. <laughs> Well, you wouldn't well, do that caption is, now because no. it's fake. But this is <laughs> <at> the time. <laughs> That's, That's the best line, isn't it? That's, That's not very professional, is it? <laughs> Oh, now nice. that's the point at which how it gets a bit frayed. Keith Floyd was only 50 quid more. <laughs> <laughs> that's the point at which Craig's ad libbing and Ainsley's getting annoyed. It's. <laughs> See, once, once we've got. Because I know the um, even the opening script and stuff <laughs> is, is split amongst us, but once it's gotten to this, everyone seems to be quite. Enjoying it, yeah, yeah. Which is because I, I think I've thought of Can't Spank, Won't Spank, but I think partly because of what it's called, <laughs> because of help. how bad the scripted stuff at the start is. But when it gets into it, yeah, it, it is, is actually funny. pretty funny because yeah. it's just them pissing around. They should do this, at DJ. <laughs> yeah. But it, it, this is this actually watching this makes you wonder how unplugged would have turned out. Oh god, yeah, because yeah. it would have been much the same thing of. Let's face it, within about 30 seconds of trying to do the scenes, they'd be they'd forgetting be stuff character. and they'd just be breaking character and improv and yeah. it would have been great. I mean, oh, yeah. I'm not convinced that it was ever going to happen, really, but if it had done, it would have been, it would have yeah. been like this. It's it would have been a really fun. Mm. What was <laughs> I love his commitment. What was unplugged? It was going to be one of the things to go along. It was a special to go along with Back to Earth and it was going to be the four of them uh, with no sets or props or costumes, uh, in front of an audience, uh, acting out classic scenes from the programme, either with script or from memory. Mm -hmm. um, that that yeah. ties in more with the celebration. You know. Yeah, yeah. It, it was more when the whole week, the whole weekend thing was going to be a set of celebration of. Yeah. yeah. This is a bit more to do with theme nights in general, but it's worth pointing out that for Red Dwarf Night, they went out and shot a whole load of yeah. stuff. Yeah. They didn't just look through the. I mean, look through the archive and yeah. Dinny House stuff's great as well. 
But I think the only thing that wasn't specially shot that night was Government of the Apocalypse, mm. wasn't it? Oh, it didn't at least have elements of... Because yeah. the Smeg yeah. Ups was... Stuff oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Before, but with they still that was a new link, link for it. Right, yeah. yeah, but five, ten minutes of new material in it. Well, she have any A to Z was a proper documentary, albeit not a great one. Yeah. But a lot of theme nights really are. Yeah. You'll get a half hour documentary uh, if you're lucky. Yeah. Oh, blimey, Charlie. Don't let them Oh, now, yeah. Craig did actually hear himself there, I think. Good. now what gets me though is that it looks a bit set up when they start Mm. look and they nodding and just I think that something might, about it doesn't quite ring true. Does that it? might be more convincing if he'd gone over to the opposite side of the studio from the one where the prank's being played. And the fact the cameras knew exactly where to be, although they could have yeah. they could have set it up without any bit. But it just feels a bit. Awkward, <laughs> oh no! I mean, I have, really I have well a feeling that it was planned it. to do that, but that Ainsley Harriet. Didn't That's know, yeah, no, no, you know, no, no it was, I think the others all knew in advance that they might have done something like that I take at some point. point. I take your point. Yeah, but. Uh, his face, though, I mean, that's... Yeah, his reaction is good it's when he looks at it. It's like, oh, that's actually quite good. <laughs> <laughs> actually, yeah, he... <laughs> <laughs> now, I quite like this, actually, because they think who put that on means he suspects something's happened. Yeah. yeah. But he, he doesn't quite know what. Someone sabotaged his right yeah. yeah. turning that's, on the heat that's again. Rather than nicking it. Yeah. Actually, yeah. That, does look, that does look a bit more believable, that bit than I remembered. And there is a bit later where uh, they nick his pot of yoghurt and he realises. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Robert with props is always very good, partly because of the costume and because of the way he switches into the natural movement that he does as Crichton. When he's got props to play with, it's always pretty good. Oh, Mr. Guitar. I mean, if any of the people on that stage stopped to think about what they were doing with their lives. (laughs) (laughs) Or indeed, if any of the people watching. (laughs) Hey. (laughs) I resemble that remark. (laughs) I think Chloe's now at the point where she realises this is going to be unpleasant. Yeah. I think she's at the point where she realises she hasn't had much to do. No, it's still getting paid. Although Chloe's a lot of fun in Universe Challenge. <laughs> what was that quiz show? Uh, yeah, the yeah, quiz show to go on after this. Yeah. Uh, it's not on the DVD because they only licensed the format for one use. But so we should they, do a commentary on it. <laughs> yeah, we, everyone's got it. Um, but uh, do you know what's about this as well? Now that I think about it as well, this feels less like something that would have been done specifically for a Red Dwarf night. This feels like comic relief. Yeah, uh, it feels more like a comic relief special. But you could chose. imagine it fitting in on comic relief. Night. Yeah, if it yeah was particularly the long. idea of combining two different shows. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I, yeah, it's too long to be part of Well, I think the reason but... they didn't do it is that none of them actually support charity work. Uh, <laughs> no. So why would you? Yeah. 
Did they did, did Red Dwarf do anything for comic relief then? Yeah, they've yeah. Um, in the, um, They did Bohemian Rhapsody. They did a special sketch for children in need in '98, which was shit. Yeah, but yeah, they, there, there was a well, the Bohemian Rhapsody was comic relief, wasn't yeah. it? They went around lots of shows and had the miming, and Red Dwarf was one it's of the ones. One of the best things ever. And they would have been in it more, except they were miming and everyone else was singing along, <laughs> yeah. and they weren't recording sound because they didn't. No one told them to. Yeah. yeah. This <laughs> doesn't look pleasant. Because <laughs> <laughs> again, I mean, Craig and Robert wouldn't have been told in advance. Make yours deliberately shit, wouldn't they? But <laughs> they the just fact that trust it's come out so bad. I mean, yeah, you would have known in advance that Robert is trying to cook while wearing the Crichton costume, <laughs> and Craig is Craig. So he's trying to be you know. as funny as possible. Well, that's the thing. You can't really concentrate on cooking when you're doing a million and one other things. Yeah. And as I say, when you when your hands day. are covered in this latex outfit, like, <laughs> you know, I mean, he's got bits of it. On. He's just got his. Gloves in it. <laughs> <laughs> it's that when it's carrying it around the flight. <laughs> and of course, at this point, Harriet hasn't seen their play. It's just he's telling them, "Oh yeah, do this, do this, do this." <laughs> yeah, you've done that, Craig. <laughs> This is actually, I, I think it's not having seen this for about 10 years that makes it funnier because there's so much stuff I've forgotten about from it. And actually, yeah, little moments you know, there's, the there's proper laughs in this. Finding this bit a bit repetitive, to be honest. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, this is the, you know, the format is they were actually cooking. Yeah, it's the format know. of the show. They've got to all do all the processes. I mean, I suppose they could have trimmed it in the edit. But yeah, like, we probably I, did, but yeah. I would like to know how much Ainsley got Ainsley got paid for this to be on the DVD. <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely worried expression. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't have given her anything dangerous to yeah. eat because you can't. I mean, does she actually eat any of the one that Craig? Can you could. Eat, I think it, they make it look like she does, but I'm not sure she does. does. Yeah, if you, like, I wouldn't eat the chicken, but everything else yeah. would be all right. <laughs> Don't be frightened, my darling. That's what he says every night. <laughs> what are you implying, John? <laughs> Don't actually. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> yes, John, opening and closing your mouth works brilliantly on the trick. <laughs> I'm implying he pushes his children on the swings. There's, there's, there's honestly, there was what I would possibly consider an interesting bit of continuity there with, with Rimmer calling Kachansky Miss Kachansky. Ainsley's mm-hmm. perception. <laughs> <laughs> well. See, I mean, given that, I mean, I suppose the plan would always have been for theirs to be grabbed. Oh, because you've like got the setup the of the. Line, yeah. yeah. With the shot from Extended of the ship smearing it. Was this broadcast before Extended was released? Uh, no, after. Uh, I think Extended was for Christmas. Yeah. 97. It was February. February 98. Yeah. Oh, this really isn't nice. I feel sick. See, she barely eats any of it, and I think that's deliberate. Yeah. <laughs> So this bit is scripted. Yeah, yeah. this is sliding back into it. 
and all of a sudden it kind of all becomes a bit stilted again yeah, as yeah, soon yeah, as they're yeah. back onto the scripted stuff. Nice arse thing. That's a lot of sick. <laughs> that twain has really pissed me off. Mm. The spelling, <laughs> not the... Uh... There we go. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> Time's new fucking names. And of course Craig. It is... <laughs> it is it is a really weird thing but I'm really Craig glad. trying to live up to his character by eating it and then uh, I'm very glad this like exists those. I'm very glad this exists yeah and I will because you know going into that I was actually kind of oh come on it's a bit shit isn't it and mm. actually it's you know, I mean it's a bit shit but it's funny. <laughs> it's a bit uh, yeah. bit crap <laughs> uh, so that was the commentary and now that's finished so. <laughs> can, can I just say Ainsley Harriet is not a racist. Uh, or a rapist. <laughs> <laughs> He's also... But he is racist. <laughs> when in a hole, John. <laughs> and he's also a... Space Corps Directive 5011708109728172 says all dwarfers must listen to Dwarfcast. Uh, uh, Mr. Rimmer, sir, I think you'll find... Shut up, Crichton, I'm right. <laughs>